Hey everybody, I'm Nick Davis. Welcome to Simply Not Easy, the podcast about simple action steps to improve the journey of your life as I work to improve the journey of my own. Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to Simply Not Easy. Hope you're all having a great day out there today. And trust me, it is a fantastic day for me. We're getting things figured out, we're getting logistics happening. And I'm about to clue y'all in on something real good. That's, well, at least real good for me, real exciting for my life, let me put it that way. So, the other day, we had to talk about money and the mentality behind money. Uh, kind of brought up the conversation and thought-provoking idea of, you know, does do you own your money or does your money own you? Now, of course, I'm saying this from the perspective of somebody just coming out of physical therapy school um, with a substantial amount of student debt. So, um, yes, I'll be getting my first paycheck relatively soon. Um, and so like I'll be making a little bit of money into the positives for once in a very long while. Um, but at the same time, it's, uh, the net worth is still absolutely a negative number. I can guarantee that. So, uh, we're looking to change that. Um, but that might be a continual growth down the road, not something for an immediate resolution per se. So anyways, what's the good news we're talking about? Well... I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. And this offer, what it is, is not me working on my accent, cause Lord knows I'm awful at it. But this offer you can't refuse. What if I told you, and I really mean for you who are listening, what if I told you that I was gonna allow you to do whatever you wanted to do, whatever you were passionate about, whatever you did that made such a difference in people's lives. What if I was going to say I had the opportunity for you to do that and I was going to pay you for it? The stuff that you love doing, that you want to do anyway in this world, that you enjoy thoroughly. I was going to give you a setup to do it and I was going to pay you for it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's the offer I accepted. Um, so I've, you know, recently we've had these series of interviews for this part-time gig and that's exactly the job I went after. You know, I talked about traveling around. Uh, East Coast for a while before shipping out this way after Christmas time and I said that it wasn't the best financial decision but it was the best life decision well this is a pretty similar thing and I am getting reimbursed for it but you know I've had other offers that were at a at a higher monetary value now I ain't just here eating the corner food scraps or anything I'll be surviving I'll be just fine and it is about having the opportunity to follow my passions here Um, but you know I've had had the 11 people I contacted for the application. I had nine phone interviews. I had nine in-person interviews. One of them was um, not as likely because they are much more preferring a part-time, uh, full-time, excuse me, but they wanted to be anyway. I've had about, was it seven or eight offers? Something like that anyways. Right about seven offers, we'll say, be conservative from those nine interviews. And really the top three or four of them, um, I would have loved to work on any of them. But I get the opportunity now to be picky. I get the opportunity now to say, okay, what in context of having this residency program I'm going after too? Because that's a big factor at hand, right? I mean, for me, some of these other offers might have been a little bit closer comparison, but I got to think about upward growth for myself. I got to think about what kind of job opportunity is it. Then I also got to think about stress level too, right? Um, Because at the same time, doing a really hard, challenging, but incredible 
absolutely incredible residency program. Um, I want a job that doesn't uh, wear me out, that doesn't beat me down. Something that, uh, I mean, I would have loved any of these, but something that is very, very restorative in nature. And that's exactly what I'm going after. So I have decided to commit uh, to Evolution Physical Therapy. I'll be practicing with them uh, in their Beverly Hills location. Uh, but it's sweet because they've got five or six clinics throughout the Los Angeles area. So, you know, um, if I do decide to, which I'll be honest with y'all, I'm not thinking I'm coming out to LA for just a year gig. Um, so so it's, this could be very likely. Uh, but there provides a lot of good flexibility and upward mobility um, in the company as well as some lateral moves too based on location to stay with them after this residency is done. So I'm excited by the opportunities and I mean, God was looking out for me big time, big time. Not only is this Clint, so um, one reason for choosing my housing the way I did was I'm running from a nurse, another medical professional. She's got a kick-ass personality, love hanging out with her. She's got a dog there. Um, everything's expensive this way, but it was fairly affordable um, for the location uh, came fully furnished and everything but it was only a mile and a half or so a little over that from Kaiser um, where I'll be most of my time now this other clinic up in Beverly Hills they happen to be looking for to fill some hours for literally the two days the only two days a week I had available so that was freaking stunning freaking incredible that it lined up this way and the clinic's only an hour from where I'm living and kind of north the other direction so to be able to get that convenience um, in, in truly a world-class opportunity, in an opportunity that, what I was talking about, that offer you that you can't refuse, that's the way I'm seeing this. Other places offer me more money, and a couple of them, a good amount more money. And But this certainly wasn't the lowest offer for financial standpoint. Um, but it's just, this was a taste of the most freedom. And when I was originally kind of in my, uh, my young, ignorant mind, looking into physical therapy school and to, you know, why did I want to, I'd always knew I wanted to be in the healthcare field, but why did I want to be a physical therapist as opposed to an occupational therapist, as opposed to a chiropractor, as opposed to a massage therapist, as an acupuncturist, as a personal trainer, athletic trainer, um, I was considering all these things. So why? Well, for me, what it really was and what it really boiled down to was freedom to treat how I want, have creativity with that, to empower my patients and to be less limited to work on just kind of one system, to be less limited on like for chiropractic, just work on the joints or for athletic training to have to be in kind of uh, more supervision by a physician at all times, um, or at least run and have direct care from a physician. And it was other aspects, and occupational therapy, it's once I learned about that, I was like, sweet, I'm glad we got awesome people that do it. And I'm very also glad that those awesome people are not me, um, because that's not what I want for a career for myself. Um, similar thing with kind of the uh, holistic medicine, Eastern medicine. Um, I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it. I think it could have a lot of healing power behind it. But I want to work with other systems of the body too. And for me, working with the neuromusculoskeletal system for what we're able to offer for people um, is absolutely empowering. Absolutely empowering. And I freaking love it. I love every step of it. Um, and so for me, when I chose physical therapy, a lot of it was that freedom and autonomy and creativity. And in a way, this is kind of like my 
recommitting to that by taking this specific job out of it. Now, again, I'm not saying others were bad by any means. I'm just saying this one was good. None of them were bad. This one was good. Um, you know, almost, uh, I won't get too religious here, but almost like, you know, you got your baptism into it and it's, uh, you know, you're going in. Well, this is round two, baby. This is my confirmation. And it's going to be a freaking sweet time. I'm going to enjoy the practice a lot. Um, you know, evolution, physical therapy, man, they're doing great things. They're making great strides. They're kind of, they're, one of their models is that they're changing um, the way that people view physical therapy. They're changing um, what physical therapists kind of can do and what we're capable of and um, the way that we treat. And it's just getting a strong taste of them and what they do and working with their athletes. They've got contracts with um, the Premier Lacrosse League, which is kind of like a... Uh, a secondary lacrosse league that came up and is uh, by players for players organized um, yeah organized by all the players and everything and they're kind of a small squad right now only six teams that they travel around throughout the country um, but we're the head medical um, we're the medical director for them um, and so you know we contract with different physicians and everything and we actually we're the ones that kind of hire out and uh recommend the different physicians in the area so it's pretty cool um, being part of that process and seeing what all the potential can be in that area so anyways that's the message from today ladies and gentlemen offer is accepted I am pumped up I'm excited for it I have a lot of I had a lot of other good offers at hand um, it was great meeting a ton of the other clinicians um, at different practices and I definitely learned a lot and enjoyed networking with them too so again, put yourself out there, enjoy the process. It is an absolutely beautiful process once you take hold of it. And I really mean that. I mean, I'm, I love my profession. I truly do. And you know, there are some people that are kind of, that get into it and they're questioning it and they're like, you know, should I do this as, as rewarding? Hey, you do you, man. You find out kind of what's, what's best for you, what lights you up, what puts you on fire. But I was asked by a good friend of mine, I'll say recently, it was before I moved out to LA here, and what he asked me is he said, you know, if you had, if you could only ask somebody one question, but you could ask them, anybody, everybody, so if you could ask everybody one question to learn a little more about them, what would that question be? And I had other people that said, you know, what's your deepest secret, um, and you know, some other kind of questions like that and mine at the time was what was the last thing you did that made you feel alive and I don't mean alive like you got you technically got blood flowing through the arteries I mean alive like this is the reason I was born for this is just this feels good this is me this is the essence of who I am and so if that for you if that is your number one calling your one profession you are blessed and I believe I'm blessed too. But if it's not, hey, find that thing. Find that thing and don't let it go. Evolve it, change it. Um, you know, we have to add growth to that to truly find the passion, whatever this thing that you ultimately have the passion and drive and desire for, you've got to add growth to it in, in an aspect or else it does stagnate. And it becomes, instead of great and empowering, it becomes good and okay. So we've got to change the perspective about it. But today, on a Focus Friday, offer uh, accepted, baby. They made me a deal I couldn't refuse. I never wanted to refuse. 
they give me the opportunity to do me and get paid for it at the same time. But I put myself in that opportunity too. So now let me ask y'all, what are you doing for yourselves? What are you doing? Do you Are you giving yourself that opportunity that you can't refuse? I mean, we live in a world now where people used to, my grandparents' generation, and before that, they used to take a job and they stuck with that job. They put in for a pension. They were there 30 plus years. That ain't how it is anymore, man. If you're not living your passion, there is ultimate creativity. There is ultimate mobility to find that. And yeah, there are logistics involved. I'm not telling you to up and quit and drop your your job on a drop of a dime here. But I mean, especially with me living out in LA now, I see all the opportunities. And I certainly saw them before. Um, this is a land with a lot of it around. A lot of it. And there is a lot of it out there too. A lot we can do. So please, don't sell yourself short. Get after it. Engage with yourself. Engage with your life. Engage with your passions. And if it's been too long, if you, if it's hard for you to think of the last time you did something to make yourself light up, to come on fire, to feel alive. Well, let me tell you, I don't know you. I don't know you yet. I'd love to know you. But you gotta have some major changes in your life. Because we don't need people in this world who are clocking in, clocking out. And I don't even, I'm not even talking about certain professions or anything. What we need in people, what we need in the world, people that come alive, people that feel, or people that enjoy the totality of the human experience, that give back, that truly, truly give back, and they give back, and they can give back because they are whole, because they are who they are, and they have ownership over their lives. So thank you for joining me on this journey, and I wish you the best of success in yours. Simply not easy.